Welcome back to Dr. Irish. This is part two. In the last part, I spoke about our opening stance that gender is a learned social construct. Evidence for this is that society treats gender in different ways. For example, Margaret Mead's research demonstrated that gender is cultural. Certain tribes in New Guinea performed actions that differed from each other in terms of how they may be viewed between each other, as well as from our Western perspective. For example, the Arapesh were found to have quote-unquote feminine characteristics. She reported that they were cooperative and sensitive to others. In contrast to this, the Mandugumar, who were a headhunting tribe, found both sexes to have masculine traits. They were quote, typically selfish and aggressive. This is just two examples of how societies can have vastly different gender identities. What we call as masculine or feminine is purely subjective. Other comparisons also exist from a global perspective. The point is that society is inconsistent with what is masculine and feminine. There are no universal rules. Next, I'll talk about gender socialization, which is the process by which individuals are informed about the norms and behaviors associated with their assigned sex, usually during childhood.